Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GVS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 6th of September. The United States is celebrating its labour force by not working today, and it seems as if the world's statisticians have taken the day off in sympathy. The data calendar is a barren wasteland, with German factory orders drifting across the schedule like tumbleweed. This was July data, and came in significantly stronger than expected, rising month on month when the expectation was for a decline. The data has generally done better than expected over the course of this year. This being German data, the previous month's figures were, of course, revised higher because German data is nearly always revised higher. Today marks the end of the US Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Programme, which provided help to self-employed and gig economy workers. The additional $300 per week unemployment benefit also expires. The impact of this benefit cliff-edge event on the US economy is probably a moderate negative. States which have ended the additional unemployment benefit early have tended to experience relatively weaker consumer demand. If you give a US consumer more money, they will tend to spend more money. If you take more money away, there is less money overall to spend. The demand impact feeds through to employment demand, although there is also an incentive to increase labour supply as well. The tentative evidence to date suggests that the weaker demand effect is more influential than the increase in labour supply, although this will be clearer in the coming months. In either case, it's a disinflation force in the economy. The question is whether it's a supply shock that is primarily about prices or a demand shock that is about both prices and growth. As schools generally start to reopen in developed economies, there's a sense of a shift in terms of working patterns. In several countries, there is a view that September marks the start of the new way of working, with hybrid models mixing working from home with office presence. The fourth industrial revolution was always likely to mean an increase in home working, and the pandemic has accelerated that process. However, not all countries are created equal in this regard. Flexible working is more significant in higher income jobs, in higher income countries, and of course in the service sector rather than the manufacturing sector. The hybrid trend is likely to increase economic and environmental efficiency as it will ultimately reduce unnecessary travel and make better use of existing real estate. The average office desk was occupied just 24 hours a week before the pandemic, which is a huge waste of resources. The risk is that governments will ignore the long-term efficiency gains and worry about the short-term impact on employment in sandwich shops and bars close to office developments. Inflation is not going to disappear as an issue for financial markets, of course, but for the US at least, the mitigation of inflation pressures is likely to pick up a little in the coming months. The new Bank of England Monetary Policy Committee member Mann was commenting overnight on the key institutional differences between today and the 1970s, and noted in particular that pricing power for firms and inflation expectations generally are very different. The fact that few developed economies have widespread wage and price controls is also rather significant. 
US President Biden is not setting the price of hamburgers from the Oval Office in the way that US President Nixon was. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.